0: Today's guest is Amy Bull. She is an integrative health and wellness coach who helps people create a balanced and healthy lifestyle filled with purpose, passion, and joy. Amy has 23 years of experience managing a busy lifestyle. Working in corporate America, running a nonprofit, she knows firsthand how challenging it can be to balance it all and not sacrifice our health and our happiness. She's made it her passion and mission to provide space to empower individuals so they can uncover what they truly desire for their life and begin taking action towards their optimal vision. Now today, she's going to be giving us Five tools for you to become more mindfully aware and really help reduce that stress for this time of year as well as beyond. She's going to talk to us about the Wheel of Health how we want to be um, comfortable and feel at home in our own bodies. And she's really going to talk to us. It's not huge, big changes that we need to make, but tiny little changes that really, truly will make a difference in your overall well-being.
1: All right. Welcome back after
0: Thanksgiving, everybody. We're so excited to have you for another edition of the Toxin Terminator. And today we have with us Amy Bull. Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. I'm excited to be here. This is great. Both Amys. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We get the dual Amys going on. Yeah. So I want you to share with us a little bit because you're an integrative health and wellness coach and you really... Mm -hmm. Your big passion, if I'm reading it correctly, is really helping people create that balance in their life. Am am I right with that? That's correct. Yes.
2: I um, have spent a lot of time giving back to the community throughout the last couple of decades. And I'm very passionate about doing that. But I'm also very passionate about making sure that you do it in a healthy way.
0: Oh, so, so true to cut into that. And what a great time to be talking about this as we just finished up with one season, but yet we have another holiday coming up. And I know this time of year can be, it's supposed to be jolly and light and full of love and kindness and family. But Mm -hmm. for so many of us, it's just not.
2: Yeah, it can be really challenging this time of year um, because I think we, we have expectations of ourselves and we have expectations of others and we are sent messages of what the holidays should be like. And I think we all desire a certain thing, but it doesn't always happen the way we would like it to. And then particularly too, I mean, you know, a lot of people have lost experienced loss in their life during this time of year or even, you know, different times of year, but it gets heightened. Our awareness of those losses sometimes gets heightened this time of year. And um, so what it boils down to, I think, really is being aware of how you're feeling and what you really expect of yourself. Um, and that's really, honestly, one of my big, big messages and what I, what I like to teach people is what I call radical self-awareness, which allows you to work towards a a more balanced life.
0: I love the idea that you talk about radical self-awareness, you know, truly... I don't know about everybody else, but you know, over the last five or six years for myself, it's been something I have really been working on. And I know for myself, I was at a point where if you asked me how I was feeling, you know, being aware of what my feelings were, I couldn't even put an identification on them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, yeah. how, how do you help people when that's like the point they're, they're like, I, I'm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, yeah. well, I think it, 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 there's a
2: lot of different aspects of of self-awareness. And there's the awareness of just a day-to day and being mindful. mindfulness leads to self-awareness. So being mindful of how we're feeling in that moment, recognizing it and then having the tools to actually do something different um, or just appreciate it and honor it for what it is in the moment but having the awareness to know that you're in that moment and that maybe for example you know if you're having a really rough day and you have a big conversation that you need to have with someone maybe that's not the the best time to do that, you know. And that and allowing yourself to reprioritize and and shift your day based on how what might be going on with you at that moment, you know. And and knowing that it's okay sometimes to not always go to every family gathering or not go to every party that you're invited to and not allow the expectations of everyone else to, to really r- become the ruler of your life
0: right? Um, and getting okay with that. Right. That, that expectation word, <laughs> mm-hmm. it can get us into so much trouble, right? It absolutely can.
2: And we often bring it on ourselves. Um, <laughs> but that is the self-awareness tool. That's that muscle that we get to build to create a life that is truly that truly makes you joyful and you happy and is what you desire and not necessarily is what you think you've desired. Maybe all of your life, what you've told you should desire. That word "should" um, mm-hmm. again, especially this time of year, becomes very, very uh, prevalent. And uh, it, it, you know, becoming aware of when you're making decisions based on the word "should." versus do I really want to do this is this what I want
0: that's that's pretty powerful i i think um let's talk a little bit because one of the things i asked you to do and we're going to get into that here in you know momentarily but i asked you if you could walk us through an exercise because i think and I want to talk into this. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important, especially at this time of year. I know there's other times of years, but, uh, but the holidays seem to bring it on. And already seeing that out and about in the public mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is a way for us to find some calm, yeah. some relaxation, some inner peace mm-hmm. within the craziness of, of what's going on this time of year. Right. Before we get into that and, and go into that exercise and, and giving our listeners some a tool to actually use for this, mm-hmm. I'd like to talk about why. Why would we want to do something like that? And, you know, why is that important? You know, you saw firsthand when we make those sacrifices and not taking care of ourselves when you were working in corporate world, right? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's so let's if you I know I'm throwing a lot out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's okay,
0: I'm listening to what I'm saying here, but let's talk why it's so important to recognize you mm-hmm. know those inner callings right uh well in terms of why it's it's important is is
2: in a very it, it's it's got multiple levels, but if you think about just even the most basic uh health of your physical body mm-hmm. if you Learn how to become more aware of how your body is physically feeling. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel when you're literally exhausted? How do you feel when you're not feeding it properly? So just becoming aware of how you feel when you're feeling good Mm -hmm. versus how you're feeling when you're feeling not so good. And being able to discern in the moment day to day when you're not feeling so well and that that will serve you throughout your life um especially as we age and especially as it becomes more and more important to be our own uh, advocate for our health and well-being knowing when your body is trying to send you a message that it's time to slow down time to Drink more water, time to feed it, you know, with healthier foods, time to maybe not imbibe in as much alcohol, you know, little cocktails, you know, whatever those things are that are that are going on. So that awareness is going to help you become more in tune with your body. And it's changing um, physiology day to day so that you can advocate for it. Right, hey. and whether that means you know, like I said, getting uh, saying no to a party so that you can stay at home and get an, a little bit more rest, um, or saying no to that you know third drink at a party because you know you have to get up early the next morning. Or, you know what? So uh, you can make choices more informed and better aligned with your body and the messages that it's telling you when in the moment.
0: And I love That's that. That's one thing. Right. And listening. Um, I believe fully 100% that our body is giving us messages all mm-hmm. the time. All the time. Whether we're paying attention to that. Um, you know, it's just like, I think sometimes we learn lessons going through life Sometimes hard knocks, (laughs) right? And we have to be really slapped upside the head to Mm -hmm. get the message. And sometimes our body's doing the same thing. And it's not until we have that um, huge crisis happen that we pay attention.
2: No. Yeah. I think, I think, unfortunately, you know, we all have a lot of knowledge about what we should, that again, that word should, what we should be doing. There's so much information out there, which I mean, that's a whole other public podcast, right? There's oh. so much health information that we have at our fingertips now with the internet. And I mean, our world is expanding dramatically out of, very rapid pace, and there's a ton. So there's a ton of information out there, and um, sometimes. But even still, when you have all of that, you have all of that knowledge. It's actually so overwhelming at times that uh, we 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 don't even know where to start. And so then you it just before you know it. Next thing you know, it's like boom, crisis hits. Um, right, and that's when, like you're saying, you know, then it becomes a, a moment of like. I know I should have been doing all maybe all these other things or I should have been doing something different even if I didn't know what that was but right. I didn't take the steps to to do anything because it was just it's just too overwhelming
0: Right. It's I hard. think sometimes people get paralyzed in fear. The yeah. um, um, what is that called? Analysis paralysis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm.
2: or we have these beliefs about what, you know, what's possible for us um, as individuals. You know, is it even possible for me to have a healthier life? Is it even possible for me to not have to work? this job that's, you know, a 60, 70 hour a week commitment, you know, we get into these cycles of, of behaviors that are so ingrained that sometimes it's really, it's really challenging to shift out of that space for a lot of, a lot of reasons.
0: Okay. So what, in your experience, as you are, are working with people would you say you see something as striking you as okay here it is you know if i can really help people over this particular hump it'll make all the difference in the world for them
2: it's it's always mindful awareness it's always it always comes back to self awareness okay. no matter what you're trying to work through it always comes back to being able to take the time to recognize where what you again what you want you know having a vision and having clarity and around what you value you know a lot of people we don't even take the time to really think about what do you really value and and that gets me that and then that actually ultimately leads to trusting yourself so having Having that self awareness and being able to trust that you know what is right for you is the absolute key to whatever it is that you strive to have different in your life. Um, go ahead.
0: So when you say that that mindful th- that trust, I mean, oh my gosh, trusting yourself that <laughs> that's right. going to take a whole nother episode on that, right? <laughs> but. Um, when you say th- having that mindful awareness, can that be mm-hmm. that's going to unlock that I'm not successful over here on this area of my life, whether it be job related, relationship related, health related?
2: It's all, all of it, yes. So, okay. for I'll, I'll give a couple of examples. So, say, okay. so, um, the, so first of all, visualize. Um, the framework that that in integrative health and wellness that we work with is, we talk about a wheel of health. Okay. And the wheel of health has your physical environment, your body, your spirituality, your relationships, your physical environment. You know all of these things. So I think there's like seven. The mind body connection. All of these things that make up your overall health and well-being. So it's not just your physical body; it's a big part of it, but it's there's also all these other aspects. Uh, your professional life um, is another one, but at the center of that is mindful awareness, and the reason for that is that say again, the, a real simple example is your nutrition. So say that you you know that. So, so you start to, so first it starts with recognizing when your body is not feeling the way it should. So, being able to know, being aware that you're starting to feel more fatigued and that you just don't have the energy that you have. So, that's there's an awareness there, right? And then changing that requires you to be more mindfully aware about what you're putting in your body every day. So you really have to become aware of what am I eating in the morning? Okay. And what time am I eating? And, and what am I eating at night? What am I eating throughout the day? Am I just mindlessly putting things in my body to satiate the hunger? And I'm not being mindful about what those things are that I am actually putting in my body. So mindful awareness is, is just observing. It's taking the time to be in that moment and observe what's happening. It's just looking at things from an observational standpoint versus just doing things, just
0: reacting
2: and, and not creating awareness around it.
0: Okay, so when you're m- becoming mindfully aware, you're talking about this wheel of of um, what did you call it? Wheel, wheel of health. health. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so are you kind of practicing? I'm being those seven spokes. I'm I'm envisioning like spokes, right? Mm-hmm. Going yep. out on that it's wheel, that pieces of pie, right? Yeah. So you're mindfully aware of how this has affected me professionally, spiritually, mm-hmm. physically, right. Awesome! Yep, I
2: exactly. love exactly. It's at the to... middle of everything, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, being mindfully aware of your relationships and and drawing more mindful awareness into your daily life creates more awareness around how you're communicating with people, how your mood maybe on that day is affecting how your your whether you're really listening to someone else or whether, you know, or whether you're just reacting to what they're telling you without thinking about what's coming out of your mouth,
0: you know. I think of um, as a mom, you know, when I uh-huh. was, you know, had little children and they're not acting any different day to day, but sometimes sometimes. I certainly was, you know, and sure. You know, being aware that, hey, wait a minute, we're having a, a crummy day because my attitude isn't right. I didn't wake up with a good attitude. It's not them. Um, right. they're doing the same thing they always do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Right. And and the reality is that we're all humans, right? We're all going to feel, you know, we're all gonna have bad days and, and we're all gonna, you know, there's there's things that are gonna fresh. Frustrate us day to day or make us angry or, you know, the traffic on the way to work, you know, things are going to be imperfect because we're a human being living on on this planet Earth. But by being more mindfully aware, moment to moment throughout your day, you get to choose how you respond to those moments, you know. So, again, the traffic example is a perfect example. Oh, you know, you're on your way to work every morning, and you're sitting there, or maybe you have an appointment, and you're running late, and, and of course, you hit gridlock, right? <laughs> yes. You, you know, our natural response is to just get frustrated, but but if you pause and become mindful of the fact that there's nothing that you can do to change that situation you're at, at, that you're in in that moment, and become more mindful about how you choose to respond to that traffic in that moment, you could choose to also decide that, you know what, this is, I never get time for myself. And this is, this is actually a gift of a few moments of time for me to listen to a podcast. (laughs) Exactly.
0: You know, we just had an example, if you don't mind me sharing yesterday, was it? Yeah, it was yesterday at the grocery store. That's another perfect example. And I like you said choice. So Mm -hmm. we were standing in line and you know how it is. They never have enough, you know, lines. Oh yeah. Well, and anyway, the young gentleman who was checking out, um, you could tell was obviously mentally challenged, and he was a little slower than you know someone who wouldn't be right. right. Um, but he was taking great pride in his job, and yeah. several of the people waiting in line were just—you could tell—they wanted things. I'm snapping my fingers here; <laughs> you can't yep. see this, mm-hmm. but they're come on, hurry up, let's go. And I looked at my husband and I said, "Isn't it wonderful that he is working?" You know, right. I think that is fantastic that young Caleb's got a job and he's mm-hmm. taking great pride in it. And and yeah. so let's have patience with him. And again, choice. I could have assumed the energy that was all around us, mm-hmm. but I chose not to and to embrace the positive that was going on. It just,
2: it just. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful example. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. And that a, it's a, it's it really is a perfect example of how you be by being more mindfully aware of what was happening right there in that moment. Yeah. You got to, to choose to be happy and celebrate, you know, this experience of of this gentleman, young gentleman who's got this great opportunity. And um you know I, what, what yeah beautiful. yeah it's lovely anyway. and that, that's that's how we you know that is how it can benefit every day of our life and this time of year it can't be more challenging to do that but it's all the more important to to do it because it can keep you from having those moments of like I ah, just want to you know, yell at somebody um, and then you regret it afterwards. And so you're talking about tools Um, in those moments, like when you're at the grocery store and you're in line and maybe somebody's taking longer than what you really, you know, would prefer. (laughs) Uh um, Because that's going to happen. One of the most amazing tools that you can use right there in that moment in addition to the mindful awareness, is your breath. Mm. Just take a few deep breaths, filling up your belly, filling up your rib cage and your chest, and then slowly exhale. Just doing that a couple of times, right there in that moment, you will immediately feel your nervous system start to calm down mm-hmm. and then you get to choose how again how you're responding because it's harder to choose how you respond when your nervous system is like going crazy and you're in a you know in a moment of you know that that fight or flight um nervous system response that we get when we're you know we get frustrated Oh. Um,
0: a- Absolutely, uh, you know. G- before we got onto this podcast, was a perfect example. I'm right. trying to get things set up. I had a phone call come in. I need to get off of that, and I sat down before we hit record, and I took a really deep, big breath, and you know, said a prayer, and that does, you know, what did you call the? um I mean breathing i breathing. I understand it that that it's making me feel better, but what it mm-hmm. what is it that we're slowing down uh, it's
2: it's the um the parasympathetic nervous system in in your brain that controls your fight or f- fight or flight uh response so th- it's physiologically what's happening in the moment when we're feeling stressed um you know is is our nervous system like starts shooting off like these signals that you know you need to you need to run, or you need to flee, or you—you know—you need to do something. Your your everything's heightened, um, you know, and that that's just physiologically how we're made, right? Um, and the breath tells your nervous system that everything's okay, mm-hmm. and that there's there's not anything you need to worry about,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and everything starts to calm down.
0: And now we can take. Uh, It's an amazing tool. You could do it in
2: the traffic, you know, example that I gave as well. Um, I have. I recommend people who maybe work in a corporate environment where it it might be a lot of stress. Like, say, you have a big meeting that you're getting ready to prepare for. You've got a big presentation, Mm -hmm. and you're really nervous about it. Just take five minutes before you go into that room and just practice some deep breathing. Just three or four times of long, deep breaths, mm-hmm. and that will tell your body that everything is going to be okay. And you'll be able to think clearly, more clearly. You'll be more what we call grounded, mm-hmm. uh, grounded in, in in your physical being and in your and in, in your mind.
0: That's wonderful to be able to have that ability to do that. What a great deal yeah. and. and you know, even if as a if you're a mom with young kids, go lock yourself oh, yeah. in the bathroom. You know, can absolutely you just take. A, uh, I mean, don't leave your children. I'm not advocating
1: you
0: know, <laughs> let them right. run amok, but you know, I I know I did that when my son was littler. Sometimes I had to just step away. Yeah, you know, and just right. take those deep breaths to to really calm down. That is fantastic. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. And that can and,
2: go anywhere with you. So it's, it's, a, it's a perfect tool.
0: Yeah. And when we think, I, I just want to share, we talk about stress. We talk about ways to calm ourselves down because especially not only are we dealing with this time of year being a holiday and being more stressful, but we are also talking, you know, it's winter season, it's cold and flu season, and mm-hmm. when our bodies are under stress our our immune system is even more compromised and so we're more susceptible to be getting sick and that's why I want to bring Amy on to give us those tools. So we've got one is Uh our our breath. So let's go and let's dive into some more tools now if you don't mind and give our, our listeners some things that they can practice so that they can respond Mm-hmm. Uh, versus mm-hmm. reacting uh, in situations they're going to come across.
2: Yeah. So some other tools that I really like um, to 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 suggest to people, and these are things that some of us might resist, um, but and and some of these things are also going to be really obvious, but they're really really powerful. Okay. Um. So. Making sure that we're you know getting enough sleep is is absolutely critical now, how much sleep so this is where um, this is where that trusting yourself comes in okay oh so, and and this is where I also like to remind um everyone that. You know, we seek when when we're looking for healing and we're looking for solutions to things that we, you know, issues in our lives. We have a tendency to look externally for those answers mm. when yeah. in reality you have all the answers inside of you.
0: That's beautiful.
2: And yeah, and we often forget that or we might not have even really learned that from a very young age, depending on what our situation is. And, you know, the the coaching industry and the, the things like what I do are, you know, have that's really boomed and it's boomed because people are looking for answers and we want, often we want these things to be simple, quick fixes, right? But <laughs> some things like I was just talking about the breathing, the thing, you know, there are some simple things that we could all do in our life to be healthier. Uh, but I, what I, what I want to make sure I think that I express is, To always remember that you are your best source of knowledge and wisdom for what is right for you. So, you know, where some people might need to go back to the sleep example and making sure that you're getting enough rest. Mm -hmm. Some people might need eight or nine hours. Other people might be fine with six and a half or seven. You have to know What works well for you, and and that is again where the self awareness comes in, and being and understanding what how your body feels, right, becoming familiar with it. Um, so I just kind of wanted to make sure and preface some of these things that I mentioned with that caveat, if you will, is that I really do firmly believe that no matter what we're seeking. We always have to understand that you're you you should feel empowered to always know what's best for you versus letting other people tell you they have all the answers for you
0: <laughs> that's it and that's such a great one because you know we all have um that intuition those gut feelings that yes. that's exactly what we're talking about here is that that's right mhm mm-hmm. yeah,
2: and i you know the um the healthcare industry, the medical field—I think that's a, a, a space where it becomes really, really important for you as an individual to trust yourself and know. Because, and again, this is probably a whole other podcast, you know. <laughs> but but being able to to get that second opinion or third opinion when you know something's not right, um, mm-hmm. and not going with what somebody else is telling you. Right. But
0: well, and. So, the medical yeah. profession is just like us they are human beings they make right. mistakes uh, you have a voice use it
2: <laughs> right yes so. and you have to know your body and what what feels right and what doesn't feel right and trust right. it right okay so okay. Uh, tools so and these are tools really that ultimately bring you bring you more self-awareness okay so ultimately getting that that more of that into your life is what you can do to create less stress, less anxiety day to day. Okay. So I'm a big believer in, I mean one, so moving your body in some way, shape, or form. Okay. And what that does is it it provides you grounding. It gets you in tune with your body. So it's not just doing it because it it's healthy. We all know that but the the even bigger benefit to being more physically in your body is that awareness of how your body is feeling you get to know it you become more at home in your body when you're when you're doing something physical like you know walking even for just 15 minutes a day mm-hmm. moving around it's that mind body connection mm-hmm that calms the body um and 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 really gets you at home in it um so i'm a really big believer in doing some sort of physical movement um really every day or at least you know most days um and again not looking for perfection that's a Mm -hmm. big one allowing you know allowing the you to do these things, incorporating these things into your life in an imperfect way is also really important. You know, don't, I wouldn't want anybody to get off of this after listening to this podcast and think, okay, I've got to do this, this, and this every single day. Because then that just creates more stress. That's like defeats the, the, the point, right? Find your own personal ways of incorporating these things into your life that bring you joy and make you happy. Right. So do these things in ways that you enjoy, because ultimately, I mean, what's the point?
0: You know, right? And <laughs> I, lo- I love that you say um, making you feel more at home in your body. I You know, th- that just feels good to me. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I mean,
2: because yeah, your body is is a sacred home for your spirit you know for this time so um i like that yeah so uh that's one thing and then another one and again this is one that we often resist but i think is so powerful for drawing more awareness into our life is writing doing some sort of journaling um and that can look, again, it can look different for every person. Um, it can be challenging to start that practice if it's not something that um, you do today. But again, five minutes, just mm-hmm. you know, and 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 making it an enjoyable process. So, getting a pretty um, journal that you you know that you really enjoy, or maybe has some inspirational quotes in it. Um, make it, you know, and, and doing it at a time of the day and maybe it's in the morning with your cup of coffee or your tea mm-hmm. when it's quiet um, or and maybe it's out on your back porch with the birds, you know, doing it in, a, in an environment that makes you feel good and just starting to notice what's going on in your mind, you know, mm-hmm. just jotting down. Some days I just write whatever is coming up in my mind, at that moment, and there's not any formal formality to it. Other days, I like to just, you know, write down things that I'm grateful for. You know, I mean, that's a huge. It's a hu- it's hugely powerful, um, you know. And then I know this is something that a lot of people talk about, and some people might. It, it's become such a prevalent, I think, topic that I think maybe it's easy to maybe ignore it but it is such a simple powerful tool of of recognizing what is really good in your life is you know if again if you just practice it for a week or two you might be surprised how how much it changes the way we shape our thoughts Mm -hmm. um and again becoming more aware of our thoughts so even if just writing down what's going on in your brain you might be surprised about how much negative stuff is going on in there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And in particular, negative self-talk. So Mm -hmm. we talk uh, often, we talk to ourselves horribly. (laughs) And you don't even know that you're doing it until you start to become aware of it. So again, it all comes back to that Mm self-awareness and Mm -hmm. mindfulness. So writing um, and getting a writing, a journaling practice into your life again, you know, it can look however works for you, mm-hmm. but just doing it um, consistently uh, can be really, really powerful. And there have been studies done about the psychological benefits of it. So um, I highly recommend that. Yes. And if I nothing else, it gets you to stop, stop for a little bit and slow down, you <laughs> know, and
0: be in the moment, be yes. present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, I started journaling. Well, it was over a year ago, uh, consistently, and yeah. uh, for me, it, it it just helps get it out of my brain too. Right? Oh, you yeah. Know, there are some of the thoughts that we just need to get out on paper and release those things. God, exactly. With you,
2: <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. And there's a lot of really fun. Um, things out there that you can buy, even that are like prompts, like journaling prompts. And sure. some journals even have them in there. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of different things that you can do. Even doodling while, you know, while you're journaling too, which is actually gets me to the next tool. Okay. Doing something creative.
1: <sighs>
2: so taking the time to tap into your inner creativity Because I don't care (laughs) if you think you don't have a creative bone in your body, you do. All human beings have some sort of creativity in it. It might not look the same as someone else's, you Uh know, but we all have some sort of creative juices in there that are wanting to get out. And finding some time in your day to just be creative for a little while. Um, can be hugely powerful. The really, really simple one that I love and, and that a lot of people probably think is really cheesy, but it's coloring. Yeah. I love to get my markers or my pencils out and a, and a coloring book and just spend five to 10 minutes mm-hmm. of just coloring it's meditative. It really, it it allows your, your, again, your nervous system there is calming your nervous system and it's tapping into an area of your brain that we don't often get a chance to use all day. And, um, I, I, I love it. Maybe you used to play the piano and the piano sitting there untouched for years, start playing the piano for 10 minutes every day you know? Ah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know, it's easy to not find the time for the, for this in our life. It's probably the thing that tends to, I think, take the back burner for a lot of us, unless we really do it professionally. Right. Um, it tends to not get up there very high, but it can be so therapeutic and so amazing in terms of how it opens up, um, your thinking about your, your, Day to day life. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's very grounding, um, and it's that it's that whole mind body connection. You 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 start to think too. I think, uh, you know, sometimes when we come upon obstacles um, or challenges in our life, sometimes it's hard to think creatively about how to solve them. And I and when you start to use that muscle and you're practicing it a little bit more, you start to realize oh well wait there's a whole lot of other different possibilities in this moment that you might not have thought of otherwise
0: I love that so coloring and um what about um I like to do a lot of jigsaw puzzles is that oh yeah your creativity
2: yeah that's that one is um yes and and that's that one has I think has multiple brain benefits i a puzzle fanatic. And uh, and for me, puzzles are almost... I have to be careful because I get, once I start one, I have to, like, I got to put the, like the timer on because if I get sucked in, I won't get anything else done.
0: (laughs) I hear you. My teacher and I, we can work a puzzle up to a certain point in the puzzle, Uh but once it gets down to, um, so everybody's going to get to know my little nuances here, but (laughs) once I get down to, I don't know, I do all the ones that are like 2000 pieces or more and I get down to where it's, almost the end of the puzzle then i have to sort the pieces by the style of piece that they are uh huh yeah yeah <laughs> so it's like okay you know all the open ended double ended you know <laughs> three sided mm-hmm. ones are all and they're sorted my sister just it drives her crazy you know because I'm like well, <laughs> put it back where you got it you know it'll be easy right to find.
2: <laughs> yeah well and what's happening you know in your again in your brain when when you're when you have that really focused concentration on something <laughs> it's it's very good for us you know we 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 tend to we have so much stimulus Mm -hmm. Coming from so many places all the time that when you, any opportunity to sit and focus on something for a concentrated period of time is going to help your brain. Um, And it it exercises it, you know. Mm -hmm.
0: I like how you keep referring to using the muscle, you know, because I Mm -hmm. think people can relate to that if, if you're exercising, if you're not doing what you were doing you lose that muscle tone that muscle ability and you know our brain is the same thing it's a muscle it needs to be used oh yeah
2: well our brains actually um i'm don't want to be quoted on this but i want to say at some point i read a statistic that 25 percent of the calories that we consume in a day are actually used by our brain just a brain
0: Wow, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Well, which is why that we're going <laughs> to.
2: <laughs> but and that is actually why when you're not feeding your body nutritionally, that brain fog, the mm-hmm. you know that uh, the fact that our brain doesn't necessarily function quite right when we're not feeding our bodies the right way, it's because our brain requires nutrients. You know, and calories to operate. So that again, that's a whole other podcast.
0: <laughs> yep, absolutely. Well, we can we we go off into tangents all over the place yeah. in my podcast. It's all good. We're all good. Yeah. Okay, all right. Good. So we've gotten five tools, which mm-hmm. I think are are fantastic. Do you have any more that you'd like to share with us, or um, we don't want to mm-hmm. we don't want to overwhelm? I right? think that's good. You know, if yeah. you did if if if
2: if we did two or three of those. You know, you don't have to do all of them, but just even you, you know, a few, you know, several days a week. Right. You, you know, you might be surprised at how different you might start to feel. Mm-hmm. I did a challenge uh, back in October, a free five-day challenge for people on Facebook and where they were, you know, challenged to to add some of these tools into their day, Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. and. At the end of it, when we, when we were talking about you know their experience, most people's feedback was, "I had no idea how much I needed these things and how much of a difference it would make that quickly mm-hmm. and just
0: by doing just a little
2: teeny bit."
0: Well, and that's the thing, too. I, I I think so many times when we talk about making changes, whether it be emotional, physical, spe- you know, they're not huge steps that we have to take right. to make such a big difference in our lives, right? Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, I think we we tend to always
2: assume that it's going to take some huge dramatic shift and that we need to swing the pendulum you know way way far over to make a difference and and you you know you really don't you you, just a little bitty steps I I liken it to I don't know if any of your listeners are yoga practitioners but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When, you were, when, when you're a regular yoga practitioner and you're practicing a pose and the instructor gives you just a different cue or maybe comes over and adjusts your body in just a tiny little way and all of a sudden your body, you're like, whoa, yeah. how different does that feel? And it really only meant like a minute little mm-hmm. movement that made you feel your whole experience is different. Yeah. That's really all it takes. It only takes a tiny little thing to I really love, make a big difference.
0: I love that. So um before I get into kind of my last couple of questions that I like mm-hmm. to ask my guests, I want to make sure that our listeners know how to get a hold of you. So sure. you were just referencing a Facebook group. So is that yeah. a great way for our listeners to get a hold of you? A great
2: uh, way to exchange touch with me is on Facebook. I have a Facebook page called Up Frequency. Okay, um, that's the name of my business, Up Frequency Integrative Health and Wellness Coaching. Um, I'm also on Instagram, also under the Up Frequency business name. Okay. So people can definitely go out there and uh, like my page and follow me there. And uh, that's where they can hear about if I have challenges like that coming up or if I have special programs, um, things that they can enjoy uh, and just content and value added information. That's, that's where they can, they can follow me.
0: Awesome. Do you have anything forthcoming for the new year that, that our listeners would like to know about? Not yet, but uh, <laughs>
2: I I would suggest that they stay stay tuned. Yes, yeah,
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. So I, I always like to end um, with the many of my guests asking them a couple different questions, and sometimes one answer leads to all three. But um, I want to ask, what really angers you when you think of you know? There's, you know, something that comes to mind for me, but, you know, when you look out at the world or you see people in general doing things, is there something that just like, oh, you know, just really pulls on you?
2: Yeah. The thing right now that is very top of mind for me that really um, I, f- I feel passionate about is Kind of what I was alluding to earlier is I see a tremendous number of of coaches, people, you know, my peers, who are for all the right reasons and with great intention um, trying to help people. Mm-hmm. And I think because people all of us are looking for healing we're all seeking some sort of healing from something i don't care what it is i've right. never met anyone who was there. and unfortunately it, that also makes us vulnerable right. and so i i i think that i think that anger is a really strong word but but what i feel really strongly about is again um Making sure that you're trusting yourself and know that if you know that no coach, no one out there is going to have all the answers for you and they can be a partner with you, but always remember that, you know, what's best for you. You just have to listen to yourself. You listen to your heart Mm -hmm. and your head, but more your heart.
0: Mm -hmm. I Uh, love that. I love that. And that leads right into the, you know, what are you most passionate about? And, and, you know, yeah. and you led right into that uh, of people. Knowing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Knowing and listening to yourself,
2: um, tapping into your inner wisdom and the, the, the passion, um, You know, more maybe on the positive side in a way is also if you are passionate about something and you want to go out there and make an impact in something. So maybe you feel passionate about helping the homeless or um, helping people who have cancer, you know, or Mm -hmm. the veterans, whatever cause is pulling at your heart to be involved in but you are either scared to get involved because you're afraid of how of of the time commitment or how it's going to impact your already super busy busy life look for the possibilities and um, how to make that happen because you can do it you just have to do it in a, in a healthy way, but mm-hmm. don't let your busy, super busy schedule be the thing that keeps you from taking some sort of action towards whatever that cause is that you feel passionate about, um, if that makes sense.
0: Amy, I love that because my experience has been that when we get into a mode of service,
1: mm-hmm. that...
0: You actually yourself, myself. I am helped. I feel far more than what my intent was in, in to serving others and helping others. It, it just comes back, you know. Absolutely. Tenfold. So you know when we talk about things that are going to ground us and help us be aware and reduce those stress loads, you know, on ourselves, being of service and. You know, what better time of year Mm -hmm. than through the holidays to start a great habit? Right. Yes,
2: absolutely. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes I think people worry about how they're going to, how they might be sad. So, for example, I I have volunteered in animal rescue for years. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will ask me, How do you do that? Like, isn't it heartbreaking to be around, you know, these animals that are are needing you or to let them go and you adopt them? You know, Mm -hmm. how do you do that? (laughs) And it's because I know that I'm serving a bigger you know, purpose than just me. And I always keep that in mind when I'm, I'm there and that, yes, it can be, it can be sad. It can be painful. And there are some days I hear about things that I wish I didn't have to hear about, but I also know that on the other side of it is a lot of amazing, beautiful, you know, work that, that by me and a lot of other people being involved right. are making a difference. So.
0: I love that, Amy, you have such a beautiful heart and I so yeah. appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to give my listeners, you know, look at the the wonderful tools that they have to really truly get more self-aware and really quiet themselves and make a difference in how they can get through not only the holiday season, but maybe help them make the right choices and... Get them to a point where they can feel like making all those right choices.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, again, I, I'm greatly appreciative of you having me on so that I could share um, my message and um, you know I'm hoping that somebody, somebody that somebody out there it will resonate with and make a difference.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Amy, so much. We appreciate thank you. you, thank you, Amy.
1: i